when you're told that you're stupid, you're ugly, or you're not good in maths, or you will never amount to anything, that registers. And the more, the more you listen to stuff like that, the more it stays and runs like a computer program in the background that affects you subconsciously. And so it's important for young people to work on challenging their negative thoughts. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. My name is Rick Nusky. I am the host, and I hope you're doing well, no matter where you are in this big, wide, wonderful world of ours. Today, I hope you're strapped in for an amazing call, because I'm in line with Stella Mayha. Welcome to the show, Stella. Thank you very much. Thank yes, you for having me. <laughs> oh, look, it's absolutely my pleasure. I've been looking forward to this call, Stella, because what you have to share with the My Future Business audience is very, very important. And often, it's tucked away uh, in society. We don't necessarily... Um, talk about it and do as much with it as we possibly could. But before we go into the core of the call, Stella, um, what we like to do is to learn a little bit more about you, things like where you're located and uh, what you like to do uh, in your pastime. Do you have any recreations, any sports, any hobbies that you like to get involved with? Um, well, I used to sing in the choir. That's that's what I I really loved to do, but Fantastic. I haven't done that lately because I've been quite busy. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, what I also do that's that's a bit extra, in addition to my profession, is yep. that I recently started a radio show. Fantastic. I wouldn't really call that recreational because it's also linked to my business. Um, perhaps I should start by saying what I do and, and who I am. Absolutely. Um, Let's start there. Great yeah. idea. <laughs> so you've already introduced me as uh, I'm Stella Maha and I'm a confidence coach and a mindset trainer. Uh, I am also a speaker and the founder of the Lioness Within Coaching. So I am passionate about working with young people. Um, I was inspired to create uh, a, a unique holistic program that empowers young people and, and helps them to move from um, feeling in, insecure about their appearance mm -hmm. to becoming more confident in their skin and also um, to transform from feeling insecure about their abilities to become more confident about um, to trust and believe in themselves and to believe that they have what it takes to achieve their dreams. Yeah, and this is where and, we're going to dig deep into this call, Stella. Yes. And I think that's a really good start. Thank you so very much for sharing. Now, Stella, to give some context to the listeners on the call today with us, I'd love to talk a little bit about, I guess, your formal education and how it was and why it was that you came to be involved in this line of work, helping others in this way. Would you mind sharing that with the audience? No, not at all. Actually, my formal education had, has nothing to do with what I do now. Mm -hmm. My initial education, I, my background was in office administration. I started off working as a confidential secretary and PA for many years in the corporate industry. 
back home in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I relocated here in, in London, I worked for the Greenwich Council for, for about six years before I was made redundant. Uh, and then um, all that time, I, I, I knew I wanted to do something different. So yeah. I, I eventually trained as a, a coach, as a life coach. Yeah. But, but there were a number of things leading up to it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd like to if we could, because I think it's very important. So uh, everybody yes. who's on the call today, especially young people who are listening to this, and there are lots of young people that listen to this show, they take a lot of value away from it. So I think, um, I guess, unpacking your personal life's journey uh, when you were younger, I think is very important. Would you mind sharing that with us? Yes. When I was younger, um, I was bullied when I was in secondary school. I, I, I had a lot of, um, I had a really tough time by, from school bullies. I was um, picked on for, for my appearance. I was picked on for being skinny. I was picked on for my facial features. <coughs> Sorry. And so that really affected my confidence, yeah. my self-esteem, my self-worth. And the sad thing about being bullied is that it tends to haunt you yeah. well into adulthood. Mm-hmm. And so that lack of confidence affected me a great deal. I, I really, really struggled. And that's why, and that's what's pushed me to decide to become a coach. And, um, but then I, I overcame that, you know, those struggles yeah. eventually in my life. I, when I was made redundant from my job, I started um, a small home business marketing um, health and well-being products, and that exposed me to a lot of self-development. It's like it was like it unlocked the door to this whole yeah. new world, new world of of self-development. And I met a lot of amazing people. I attended loads of trainings, seminars, conferences, and it opened my eyes. And I started to view myself in a different way. I started to realize that I didn't have to allow, you know, the bullies to control my life. I didn't have to allow the things they said to me to define who I became. You know, I was, I was, I literally just allowed them to control my feelings, my life, and to mess with my self-belief. So I started, I started to realize that I could be much more, I could do much more. And the, and the more my self-belief grew, the more I, I wanted to help other people who were struggling yes. to achieve their, their potential. And the more I knew that the sky was the limit. So if there are any young people out there listening, if you're being bullied, just know that it is the opinion of the bullies. It's not the truth. So you don't have to let that control your life. Yes, absolutely. Sage so, advice. So carrying, yeah, carrying on with my story, I, I eventually propped myself up and then decided I was going to become a coach so that I would help other people. And then something else happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, wow. And yes, and then... All of that work, all of that self-belief, all of that confidence just came, you know, it was, it was like, it was, it came, it came falling down like a pack of cards. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> you know, because um, 
when I was treated for cancer, it, it was not um, a great experience at all. I had to go through um, chemo and radiotherapy and um, my chemotherapy was particularly challenging. I lost all my hair. I lost all my fingernails and all my toenails. And, and I had just about every allergic reaction Goodness that me. you can think of to the chemo. So it, it really, really messed me up. Yeah, and I can that imagine. Affected, that af completely affected who I was and affected all the or the way I felt about myself. So I, it was, I knew I had a battle on my hands, not just against the cancer, but to rebuild everything, I, all the confidence, all the self-esteem, all the self-worth and all the self-belief I had about myself. I had to start from scratch to rebuild that after my cancer treatment. Well, that's, that's really and impactful. That's pretty, pretty heavy duty stuff. Now, there's a couple of things in there, Stella, that I've yes. taken away. You talked about going to the events earlier and, and hanging around, I guess, different people that got you to or helped you start thinking about yes. yourself differently in a more positive light. Um, yes. I'd like to start there. How, how important are, are hanging around the right people in your lives? Uh, and can, can you walk away from others that are not, you know, serving your life in the most positive way? Absolutely. Absolutely. There are some people that are toxic to your life and and sadly these could actually be your relatives or, or fr people who started off being your friends yeah. as a child people that you used to hang around with and grew up with but if you as you progress in your life and you want to you want to embrace new things and you want to become a better person and a better version of yourself unfortunately you're going to have to look at your values and decide what's serving you and what's not serving you. There are people who will not encourage you to be your best self. There are people who will try to drag you down. And please stay away from such people. Yes. Stay absolutely. away from such people and, and go out there and find people who will lift you up, people who will help you to become your best self, people who will encourage you to grow as a person, People who will um, help you to encourage you to challenge yourself, to go out of your comfort zone and to aim for more. I'd like to, if we could, Stella, jump back to the, I guess, the cancer phase of your life, because it was clearly yes. quite challenging. You talked Absolutely. about have, having to rebuild your self-confidence. Prior to that, yes. it appears to me that you had done a lot of work developing your sense of self-worth, um, and resetting your values, did any of that training, any of that exposure and experience help you move through that cancer phase? Yes, it did, actually. It did. I had to, I had to uh, um, go back to try and... It, it was like I had to coach myself, actually. Yeah. I, I also had the support of a wonderful charity. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention oh, absolutely. it. absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So, Yes, um, breast cancer care, because it was breast cancer I, I had. Right. So they, they, are, they are now known as Breast Cancer Now because they've merged. There used to be two charities, Breast Cancer Care and Breast Cancer Now. Now they've merged and become one, and mm -hmm. they're called Breast Cancer Now. Yeah. So at the time I was going through those challenges, they really supported me. And I attended a, a course that they call Moving Forward course which I had to attend after all my treatments, because that was actually when I struggled the most 
after all my treatments, when I was trying to recover and I, I still had no hair, I had to wear a wig and had to paint on my eyebrows and I had to try to clip on fake nails that kept falling off. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad you can laugh at it. it would so be you can intense. imagine what that did to my confidence. I felt oh. like I was a freak, actually. Oh. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so they really supported me and helped me to cope at that time, yeah. you know, to to cope with the aftermath um, of, 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 of my treatment and, and to, to start connecting back to, to who I was. And so I also had to tap back into those um, trainings I had and the support group and I had before I developed cancer. And, and that was what then prompted me to go and study to become a coach. So it was actually after my cancer treatment that I went and qualified as a coach. You're very courageous, I have to say, and um, for you to bounce back so resiliently and so vibrantly, it's a credit to you, uh, Stella. Now, you. I, I'd like Thank to you. ask, you know, we are all very different for for God's given purpose. He has made us in, in his best light. We look the way we look and there's nothing we can do about Absolutely. it, nor should we do anything about it. We are perfect just the way we are. Now, Absolutely. When, when somebody looks at themselves, particularly a young person, they're very... Um, open to being influenced by those around them. So yes. what happens for a young person if they don't know whether or not this, you know, quote unquote, normal is not actually being bullied? And then when do they, how do they go about recognizing that they're being bullied? Do you think, is there a way to find that? I think, I think, I think in, in, in most cases of bullying, it's pretty obvious that you're being bullied. I mean, if you're being called names, you will recognize quickly enough that you're being bullied. Mm. The question is, the important thing here is not to take what the, the bullies say to you to heart. The mistake I made back then was I, I believed the words of the bullies as gospel. Yeah. And, so, and so I would look at myself in the mirror and I would hate what I, I saw in the mirror because I believed all the things they said about me. Would you and think I, that, would you agree, Stella, that this is more of a reflection of their sense of self-worth than absolutely. your own. Absolutely. And, and it was only when I started to realize that, that I started, I, I changed my perception of who I was. And so if you're being bullied, I actually feel sorry for bullies because for them to actually go out and start harassing somebody and bullying somebody just goes to show that their own life is a mess, Yeah. that they hate who they are. And that, that, that there might actually be some sort of secret envy for the person they're targeting. I've, I've also come to realize now that it could actually be because they envied me. They envied me my appearance, probably envied mm. me my, my achievements or envied me my family background. Yeah. I don't know, but, but usually that's the case with bullies. And what we when do we, know, when, if, we, if we know nothing else, Stella, we know that bullying is not acceptable. And, um, you know, I think one of the, sometimes it can be a little bit um, almost subtle in a way. You talked about yes. overt bullying, which is very obvious, but, you know, sometimes you, you talked about family members in the past, like things like you'll never, you'll never amount to anything or you've never been oh, yes. good at maths or you've never been Absolutely. good at writing. Absolutely, that's another one. That's These another are, one. you know, undercurrents of negativity mm that do not help our young people to become the best at what they can be. Do you have conversations like this with young people? Yes, I do actually. 
I do. And, and I try to, when I talk about um, negative um, self-talk, because what, what, that hap what, what, what happens is when you're told that um, you're, you're, you're not, you're stupid, you're ugly, or you're not good in maths, or mm -hmm. you never amount to anything. Maybe a teacher says that casually to you, and that, and that registers. Yeah. And that, 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 that is running in the background, like, like a computer program. You know, you take it in, you feel bad, and then it's there. And the more, the more you listen to stuff like that, the more it stays and runs like a computer program in the background that affects you subconsciously. You're not even aware that it's affecting everything you do, all those negativities. And so it's important for young people to work on challenging their negative thoughts. And so, and, and, you, and you, can, you can over, you can clean off that, delete those, those um, negative programs and, and imputing more positive programs by, by, by practicing positive self-talk, practicing practicing positive self-affirmations it's very important yeah. if somebody has told you you're no good at maths say to yourself i may not be good at maths yet but i can be if i practice i can be if i work hard yeah absolutely nothing is impossible no and if somebody says to you you're ugly say to yourself i am beautiful just the way i am, I am. unique just the way i am i am enough I look great. We, we don't all have to look the same. We all stand out as individuals and we have been made to look perfect for the purpose for which we have been put on this earth. Absolutely. You talked about, um, um, you know, using your, I guess, your life's experience like a computer. And you talked a little bit then about being able to reprogram yourself. Um, yes. How difficult is this and how long would something like that take for somebody who may have been exposed to, you know, um, bullying for a long period of time? Well, I have to say it's not easy and it will not happen over, 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 over time. I mean, yeah. overnight. Mm -hmm. It takes time. Um, for me, particularly growing up in a country where you didn't get support, you didn't get counseling, you, you couldn't talk to people, you didn't have people to, to rely on, to guide you. I had to do the work all by myself. But in this part of the world and in civilized or, or more, more civilized, let me yeah. use that word. Yeah. I sound like Nigeria is not civilized. Nigeria is civilized. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of course, it is. It's just it's just in in, in um, different this part of the world. Yes, things are different in this part of the world and yeah. you tend to get more support. So I would please say speak to somebody, speak to a grown up, speak to somebody you trust. There are charities out there. There are helplines you can phone. There are professionals you can speak to. I didn't have that, you know, uh, privilege, but you have it here in this part of the world. So it's very important that you do not bottle things up and, and keep things to yourself. Yeah. Reach out there. There is help. A, a friend, a good friend that I, I once interviewed on my radio show said, the monster is never as big as it seems when you share your problems. Absolutely. So the well, monster is never that big when you reach out for help. It's only when you bottle things up and when you keep the things to yourself that you struggle, that the, the monster just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and keeps messing with your mind. Another good way to look at that for everybody's on the show today is a problem shared is a problem halved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. 
I, I, we're going through some tough times globally at the moment with everything's going on. I'm wondering, um, this can only be um, posing more challenges, mental health challenges for our young people. Um, not only are they probably getting elements of bullying that's unseen, but now they're having to deal with all of these other things that are going on and we're being isolated from society. What do you say to people who are struggling in this regard? Well, things are really tough at this time. Um, it's all the lockdown and, and um, particularly um, people who are struggling with loneliness. It can lead to this time um, because of the pandemic. A lot of people <clears throat> are really struggling, particularly young people. They're struggling with boredom, anxiety. Um, they're worried about their future. They're worried about... Um, bullying like you said mm -hmm. because they spend more of their time online there is cyber bullying that that tends, tends to happen a lot more for young people and what i would say again if you're being bullied whether it's online or offline get help but if you're feeling anxious and you're lonely there are ways around it you can Talk to people that you, your friends, you can connect with people, even if you cannot go out and see them because of the rules of lockdown, connect with people um, online, virtually, you can have um, chats, you can have parties online, you can share things. I always say take on a hobby. If you, if you don't already have a hobby, take on a new hobby, find something that you enjoy doing, even if it's, if it's knitting, if it's singing, if it's... Um, um, dancing. I think there is a, 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 there's a new social platform now called TikTok. I don't know how safe it is for young, very young people. Um, I would say, I think a lot of people are using it at this time anyway. So if you want to go into it as a young person, do do it safely. Yeah. Use it safe. And, and if you're feeling very anxious, um, if you feel anxiety coming on, the one thing that you can do immediately is to just stay still and take deep breaths. Just take in deep breaths and try to calm yourself down. This would usually help to reduce anxiety and then you can get on with what you're doing. But if you find that you're seriously struggling, then please speak to an expert, speak to a professional. There's speak lots, to your parents. Yeah. There's lots of dimensions to this and there's quite yeah. some, quite a lot of dark outcomes for those who sit and and sit in silence and suffer by themselves just know for fact that this is a global issue that we can face together and that you are not alone and there are people out there that you can speak with so absolutely make sure that you reach out to somebody like Stella and we're going to be talking a little bit how you can contact and start working with Stella you're very fortunate to have Stella available to help you and definitely reach out to her now Stella coming to the nuts and bolts of your program um, I'd love to talk a little bit about the journey that you take young people through when they first meet you and, and start working with you to become more confident. Actually, yes. Um, I work with young people in groups. I tend to work with them in schools. So I normally would work with young people in groups. I, I don't usually work with them one-to-one. -one. That's right. not saying that I can't do that. I have worked 
with a few young people in the past, one-to-one. Mm-hmm. So, and so young people can approach me. I can coach them one-to-one. But my program is designed for a group, for um, like a yep. classroom group. And so I, I actually talk, talk to them as a group. But like I said, I can also provide one-to-one services and mentoring and coaching. If, what is, if Stella, right. something that just popped up in my mind is what, what are some of the, I guess, the current pressing questions that you're hearing in the group setting? Is it more about peer pressure? Is it to do with social media? Is it to do with, uh, what is it? What's, what's going it's, 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 it's about peer pressure, family pressure, academic pressure, societal pressure. Um, young people are, are facing all of them, all of that, particularly around their appearance. I mean, surveys that have been done, studies show that young people tend to care about their appearance more than they actually do about their health. Wow. That's because of the pressure. There is so much pressure on them to conform to a particular body shape or image. In fact, that, that, according to the National Citizen Service UK, 27% of teenagers care more about their appearance than their health, and 34% of boys surveyed said they felt pressured to attain a muscular figure, while 55% of girls surveyed felt pressured to be skinny. And so, and, yeah. and, and this, this, is, this is really, I mean, and the situation is not helped by social media, because social media now comes in with images of supposedly perfect looking um, stars. Yeah. Yes, and 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 um, I forget celebrities is the yep. word I'm <laughs> and and because these young people spend a lot of their time online on these platforms, and they they follow these celebrities, they worship the ground that they, these celebrities work on, they like their posts, they they, you know, they literally they copy what they try to copy what the celebrities do, yep. and so they and that's why they're they're constantly being pressurized you know to look a certain way i think girls more than boys feel this kind of pressure but boys do as well they do as well mm. and and that's the sort of thing i get you know when when i'm in um when i'm training young people i get that a lot i, I get you know this struggle this struggle in fact it's so sad that some of them actually resort to self-harming Yes. And disorders, depression, self-isolation, loneliness, because they don't what they, they don't like the way they look, so they don't want to go out and be seen. They have a very so distorted self- perception of self, don't Absolutely. they? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is really sad. But there's an upside to this. There is an opportunity for us to turn this around. And I think that's yes. where the power of this call especially is going to come through for young people. Yes, people. So if you're listening, um, be sure to listen carefully and, and take action and know that you are not alone. I can't stress that enough for you. Now, Stella, um, I've seen much of your website. I've seen some of the testimonials, which are just wonderful. Um, yeah. And you're doing some great work. Now, when people... Um, want to find out more about um your show let's start there what's the name of your radio show that they can listen to oh that is called uh look up to the stars and that's that was actually born out of my passion for supporting young people and so it explores role models that young people can look up to 
for inspiration, for motivation. As a radio show host, I try to bring all of those to young people, information, education, uh, inspiration. So until I get to chat with these role models and I get them to tell their life stories, a bit like you're doing with me at the moment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get them to share the challenges that they've been through and how they overcame them and how they you know achieved their dreams and and how they 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 overcame their struggles and their adversities and you know with the hope that this will um, inspire young people to go for their dreams and to believe that no matter how tough things may be for them at the moment that they too can get there they too can achieve their dreams who better to hear it from than a young person themselves absolutely very powerful yeah. stuff now um I'm looking at all of the um, the bio information here, and one of the things that uh, keeps coming back to me and to my mind, Stella, is the the need to start um, getting around people that uh, are positive for you, that are going to lift you up. And you you touched a little earlier also on um, social media's impact uh, in terms of um, people perceiving themselves negatively. Now, from a wider perspective, we see we see billboards with you know this ideal model figure, be it male or female. We see um, television adverts. What what is your view on market uh, on general marketing, and what sort of responsibility should they be held accountable to for this issue? I think it's it's all about balance. I mean, it's all well and good that these companies want to sell their products and they want to um, get young women and even women in, yeah. in general and, and young people to buy into um, the products that they market <coughs> by using perfect-looking, supposedly perfect-looking models. Mm, yeah. What, what really, really um, upsets me is when these images and messages suggest that a woman's value is strongly based on how she looks and that is what we must that's what these companies must stop doing it's their responsibility they owe a duty of care to young women and young people they owe a duty of care to stop giving out those images so that young people will not buy into such messages it's not you know your your success in life is not based mm-hmm. on how you look yeah. it's not based on how influential you are on social media it's not based on how many likes or how many followings you get it's based on who you are it's all it's a bit based... of a mirage isn't it yes I, I I have seen um, and I don't know if you've seen Stella there has been advertisements where they have um, shapely figures you know not your ideal um, uh, figure just oh, yes. a, a normal human being yes and i yes. really i take to that quite positively what's your view on yes. that do you think that's yes, the right I, way to go I, I, yes yes I, I i really appreciate that because i i see now a lot of companies are starting to change now and mm-hmm. starting to use what's known as full full figured models yep. in their adverts and you know people that you and i can relate to easily we, women who look like Somebody you know, somebody in your family, your auntie, your mother, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. even yourself, and and that's and that is really a positive way to go. That's a good way to go. And and companies who are not doing it should also follow suit. 
I'm not saying that it's good to be overweight. First and foremost, health is what's important here. Okay. Yeah. And, and as much as I don't encourage young people to, to starve themselves, to look like celebrities and, and skinny models, at the same time, you don't want to be unhealthy. You don't want to eat, um, binge eat. Yeah. And, and, and pile on the weight and become obese because that will affect your health. So it's about finding a balance here. It's about focusing on your health by eating nutritious meals, exercising moderately, find what works for you. Yeah. Go with what works for you. Don't overdo it so that you become skinny. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's my advice for young people in that that's, area. That is an incredible advice and it's um it's something that we all need to hear and listen to um, a lot more often. Thank you very much for sharing. Now, in terms of um, your lioness within program, um, when people want to find that and connect with you and, and work with you in groups, um, what is the process and where are they going to find you? They can find me on my website, stellamaha.com. I'm also on Instagram as at the lioness within coaching. And I'm also on Facebook. And if you just type in Stella Maha, you'll find me on, on Facebook. I am on YouTube as well. So go and subscribe to my channel on YouTube and follow me. And um, I have done, during the first lockdown, I did a hundred uh, one-minute motivational videos for young people on YouTube. So you can find it there, just literally one minute each. So just just watch and and hopefully it should encourage you particularly now that we've gone into a second lockdown yeah thank you so very much i think this is time for a lot of people a lot of young people to be able to stop and reset and refocus their direction and know that there is a better future and as is customary stella i'm going to be making all of the links back to you and your wonderful work we are privileged to have people like you in the world and thank you so very much for spending some time with me on the my future business show today Thank you very much, Rick. It's been lovely speaking with you. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends, and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.